dial that we trust. And as our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Pavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. and basements, materials and sheetrock and soundproof the beatbox and microscopic optic to see through the box six obnoxious topic, major labels flavor tropical, punchline that's unstoppable, ring like shots from glocks that attract cops around the clubs to try to shut down the hip hop but we only increase if everything is peace Father, you see king, the police well if you living in the world today, we be here in the slang, I can't say as against the front, we 
Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to F with. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 61 of The Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. Um, I, I hate this thing. <laughs> God almighty. Um, anyway. Spanish station still looking in. Yeah. I gotta wear this. I'm gonna wear this thing with uh, one ear open because it's like all clogged up. It makes it feel weird. Oh, that's makes what me feel uh, funny. That's what uh, uh, I think Thomas Frank White was calling me, uh, saying it looked like a DJ because uh, oh, the yeah, yeah one ear one popping ear. out. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Thomas Frank White. Uh, we're gonna get to that. Ah, my name is Michael James White Dupaul. No, my <laughs> brother's middle name is White. Actually, Andrew White Dupaul. Really. Never yes. heard it as a middle name before. Yeah. Um, sitting across from me, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, ladies. Hope you had a wonderful morning. Uh, green good. tea this morning. The Keurig is broken. Or good afternoon or evening. Whenever you're listening. Whenever it is that you decide to listen to us, our words of wise, our sweet lullabies to you all. <laughs> I'm so stupid. This is night sounds. Uh, night sounds, yeah. Time when you what's that? What's that lady? Down. Dolores? No. Dolores? Is it Dolores? No. The the lady who's on the radio. People call in with um uh they request songs for their loved ones. It's always cheesy, cheesy. It was a local station here? Or? No, she's on. She's syndicated nationwide. Oh, I I don't know. Dolores. I think <laughs> maybe it's not Dolores. I don't know why I'm thinking. I always hear things like uh, Quiet Storm and um, there's always just some kind of like, <laughs> I just imagine some like heavy set black guy, just, you know, just a deep voice and call in now for whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then just, what did, what did you think of uh, the, the preasy um, <laughs> slow jamming the news on uh, Jimmy oh, Fallon? Did you, you obviously I did saw see that. It, yeah. That was long enough ago where. Yeah. I, you know, I love whenever he steps outside of like that strict presidential role mm. um anytime he's being an entertainer he is, um, he's 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 a cool mother effer <laughs> that's all there is to it he is a, he is a superstar and a rock star as they they call him mm-hmm. um I, I think that's great i think he has no problem um uh humanizing himself right um, others other politicians do i mean because he really wasn't a politician to begin with i mean he was a junior senator and then ran for president, became mm. president. I mean, he's and, he, and he's cool. I mean, he's someone I like to hang out with. And yeah. What is that you're drinking again? Green tea. Right, green tea. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. He's he's awesome. Um. And I I am I back any any silly little thing he does on a late night talk show. <laughs> Um, I think, you know what, I don't think he's been on, but I think he should go on because it's HBO and he could just let loose. He wouldn't, obviously, he wouldn't. You want him going to uh, Real Talk? Real Time with Vilmar, yeah. yeah. I think that would be, uh, I think that would be magnificent. If that would be on. interesting, yeah. I'd, I would definitely, I think I would have to subscribe to HBO again just to see that yeah. one episode. Because Vilmar, I mean, he was, a, he was, uh, he was in love with the, the idea of Barack Obama as president. Um since he's become president, I mean, he's he's got some. He still he still supports him, obviously, but mm. he uh, you know he's he has he's, reservations. Now. He's been surprisingly outspoken. Um, I think a lot of people are surprised that he, of all people, you know, have, say anything against him. Right. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, I think he's always been that way because he is – He, I want to say that basically he doesn't really have a filter. He'll say whatever he feels, mm. um, whether or not people agree with it or not. I don't know, but I, I also enjoy watching him. Um, I remember when his, first, his show first came out and I actually still had HBO at that time. I used to watch his show because I liked hearing people pretty much be real and not have to be censored and say whatever they want. He's, he's a dicky dude, though. He's such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, he does have issues, but... Speaking of uh, censored, uh, right off the bat, I want to play something for you. This was... Uh, this must be something. I don't watch Kimmel's show. This, uh, we're going to... Um, I definitely want to do some stuff from the uh, White House Correspondents' Dinner that was Saturday night. Okay. Uh, like I said, the reason why... And, I've, and I'm going to mostly play uh, Kimmel's stuff. Because I was never a big fan of him. I don't know why... Um, I don't know. You just well, as I was telling you before the shot, and this is—it sounds weird, but I—I I feel like his face is too squished together. Uh, maybe He's hard to look too, at for you. Too squinty. Uh. I don't know. His face doesn't look right to me. But that's not—that's not really a reason not to like him. Uh. But that's just my opinion. Uh, and it's funny because he's—he's he's the type of person because he's kind of like. He's kind of like me, 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 you know. And I like mm-hmm. those type of of comedians that are just like. Very like drawl and cynical and mm-hmm. like you know just you know that way, but he just never I don't know he never impressed me. I remember him on the Man Show and even um what's his face who did the Man Show with him I'm not Adam Carolla yeah I've never been a big fan of Adam Carolla so you know I've never watched Kimmel's show since he's gotten his late night thing on ABC or whatever it is um but and I was like oh Jimmy Kimmel why did they pick him to do it? I do watch the uh, Oscar specials though like after the Oscar well because I'm watching the Oscars um. And that's where that uh, the movie, movie the movie, I think that trailer. So oh, that he was, has some really good, thing, yeah. yeah. He has some really good like, uh, like sketches and things. But. It's 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 well, yeah. What I'm going to play now is is really good. Uh, it's not really him. It's his people that put it together. Maybe he sits there and he's a big part of it too. But uh, it's just a, it's just another example of never given a chance to. Mm-hmm. I've had no reason, you know, other than smushy face, which I never, you know, I never found him too hard to look at. Mm. <laughs> he's always had this on again, off again thing with Sarah Silverman, right? And uh, everybody is always speculating, and I don't know if they've actually—I don't know if they've actually like said that they are dating or were dating or ever were involved with one another. But I'm not sure that they I'm are a big anymore. fan of Sarah Silverman, and I always kind of wondered that too. Like, why is she up Jimmy Kimmel's ass all the time? I don't know. Oh, she likes that smushy face. She does. She likes the smush. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I guess something he does on his show is, uh, I, I'm assuming, because he did a special one for the White House Correspondents' Dinner, is uh, uh, Unnecessary Censorship. Mm, I like where those. Where he takes clips. Is that so I'm Apparently, right? Apparently, I've watched he, enough of his show to... He to does see, do that. It's stuff from you know the media outlets, and they just put bleeps over things. Uh, that... things yeah. is, it, is it normally... Political stuff on his show, or nope, is this it's just anything? Anything, almost anything. anything. Right. They'll they'll take it and then they'll just censor out or bleep out random things. To so make it sound. so this one was special because it's all political figures, um, and uh, they did play this during the uh, during the uh, Saturday night's White House correspondence dinner. It's it's hilarious. I love it. And then yeah. I go, then I got to go through his twenty five minute long speech and find. Good pieces, not all of them. I, I put too many down here, but some of them he's, he said a few things about uh, uh, Chris Christie. No, the Barbara Walters thing wasn't oh, that yeah. funny, but she got all oh, yeah, she got upset about, about, it. about it. Yeah, I heard about that um, last night, I believe. 
This thing is loading, loading, loading. I got full bars, but maybe that means... Uh, oh, I would be so mad, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see for a second here. Um, yeah, let me just... I think who else he was talking about. Oh, yeah, I was saying you talked about uh, Keith Overman who replied... What was it? The, the more pink slips comment? He's gotten more... Pi- yeah, more pink slips than some other person and... um. The guy from uh, your buddy there from uh, Modern Family, one right. of the one of the gay dads, right? Right. <clears throat> well, I don't think he was there, but the fact that the actual actor from uh, Modern Family stood up, yeah, that was it's a great little joke. What was his name? I don't know. I ended up having to look him up as Marcus somebody. So he's very like anti-gay stuff. So. Yeah. This is really rubbing me the wrong way right now. The fact that it's not connecting or playing or anything. Darn it all. Yeah. Um, womp womp. Then, once again, the story of our lives. Better yet. <laughs> Technical issues here in the lounge. <laughs> Rarely do I have that ever ready to go. But I had to put it on the front page of my How phone. about you? Can you get on on there? Oh, um, let's check it out. Since the internet works again. Oh, it says I've got it, but this movie could not be played. All right, well, let me... Good God. God save me. Yeah, it's, it's being a dick. So what am I looking for? Uh, let's see. Um, unnecessary censorship. Uh, White House correspondence dinner. Let's see if it uh. This friggin' beat. Maybe Zuby Zuby Zoo will play. I'm not getting nothing. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you about. <laughs> um. If you if you guys have watched Thirty Rock Live, was that new episode? Yeah, happen. You didn't watch it, did you? No, I didn't. I did not. What time on? It's on Thursday nights, right? Yeah, at eight thirty. Eight thirty. Yeah. I was thinking nine thirty. And what came on nine thirty was that stupid Parks and Recreations, which That's is such a, a rip off of The Office, too. Well, the whole, they're made the by the mockumentary. They're thing, made dude. by the same company. That's I know, why I know, it's but way. it's you know, it's it can't be a rip off if it's the same producers. Uh, probably the third one down, right? That guy, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, please, please work. Please work. Please. There. Jesus. Hi, I'm Jimmy Kimmel. All right. Thank you. Before I begin my presentation tonight, I've put something special together. This is something we do on my show every week. We pitch in to help the FCC keep our public airwaves squeaky clean by bleeping and blurring things, whether they need it or not. And with that said, please enjoy a special White House Correspondents Association dinner version of this week in unnecessary censorship. This is great. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you uh, for coming to the White House for your daily f***ing. I've told leaders of both parties that they must come up with a fair compromise in the next few days that can pass both houses of Congress. And a c*** that I can President Obama says it's ass time of the Gulf Coast. Trying to find bipartisan health care reform on Capitol Hill is sort of like children trying to f*** unicorns. <laughs> uh, I have 
with homosexuals since 1968. I'm a regular guy with a big I like being able to f people who provide services to me. <laughs> Harry Reid just wants to put his finger in his and sing. Are you not getting enough you and the administration? Look, these are gigantic packages. I understand what pork barrel politics is all about. I your you mine. That was a great wow. interview. Thank you very much. I enjoyed being here. Thanks, guys. Right, even though you touched this. She's not the only person that I have I have a lot of people. <laughs> the only thing about this particular one is, yes, she happened to be female. I promise you, the president has a big dick. I promise you. The Irish prime minister, he was crazy. He was introducing the president. They had a wonderful time. Hey, we campaigned the whole day. Whenever I saw myself, I said, are you f***ed up? I said, I'm f***ed up, boss. You ready to go? I said, I'm ready to go. But here's the thing, Ohio. After about a minute or two, I'm starting to feel kind of f***ed up. Yeah, so normally he he has that on his show. Um, yes. And it's just taking random bits from interviews, either the political or not, uh, TV shows. I love Joe Biden, dude, because, like, he is the gaff master, and they, like, really don't even have to do that, play that little game with him. He, it's like weekly he comes out with something so outrageous. Mm. I mean... <sighs> Whatever, wherever that meeting or that speech he was doing in New York, and he's like, you know, he's quoting uh, Teddy Roosevelt about uh, walking around with a big stick. Trust me, the president <laughs> has a big stick. And everybody's like, it's like, come on, dude, don't you realize what you like? Maybe he does. And maybe he just he acts like he's unaware of the fact that he is saying things that just don't quite. Well, there are people that that are just that are kind of a little oblivious to oblivious. what exactly they're saying, and like, God. you know, they mean well, but you know, it just doesn't come out the way that it's supposed to. Well, you know, um, well, I'm glad it works up there because the thing is, um, I don't know, maybe with that other thing, um, I was going to do the it's you know it's the 24 minute thing it's the whole the entirety they i couldn't find any like broken up pieces highlights of uh, jimmy kimmel's thing maybe there are but i just didn't look that hard but i've got times maybe later we can do that okay you can find them on there i don't know because my thing isn't working my big stick is broken <laughs> anyway <clears throat> it's unfortunate <clears throat> and the other thing that happened this weekend which i was sort of bringing up and i don't remember exactly why i was doing it Oh, yeah, I did on Saturday because uh, the whole Daffodil Festival in Meriden. Oh, um, yes. I got to the show late because of uh, the traffic. Oh, yes. So uh, I did uh, I did have to run out and uh, we just went up the street a little ways because um, we're off the Meriden Waterbury Turnpike just a little past the town line. And the overpass for 691 was all jammed up and it was backed up all the way down the street to a very bad intersection anyway where mm. there's the Dunkin Donuts and there's the Penny Penny <laughs> gas station right across the corner it's just a very bad yes, intersection yes, and it okay. was backed up all the way down there and all I wanted to do was go up to that store and it was a nightmare mm. yeah no it's festival were there even any daffodils no <laughs> actually I heard that they had some I think potted ones what did they on import the them from uh, from back a couple months ago they had to use a Maybe. time machine to. I, they probably either did that or they had some like in a special greenhouse uh, specifically right, for right, this like, um, 
But yeah, um, and I actually didn't go this year. Uh, I went last year just to walk around, check stuff out. Usually I go there and search for fried dough and I never find any. Um, pretty sure I just didn't find any. Now, it's been a while since I went to that thing, but uh, do they have um, like performances and stuff there? Yep, like they have three stages. They got to make it appealing other than just oh, yeah. walking around and looking at flowers, right? Well, well um, I don't know if it's always been this way, but at least the last few years it's... Um, they have a crafts area where there's a bunch of tents so people can set up like, uh, you know, vendors. They can, you know, sell stuff mm. if they want to. Um, and actually, yeah, last time I went, I went, I bought my mother some candles. So um, that happened. Um, there's also the food tent where, you know, you can get your food. And there, there is fried dough there, but I didn't get any because I don't know You don't why. need any, you fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but under the food tent, there is a, a stage for, for, for performances. Um, there's another stage outside, like that's mostly um, I don't know. There's no tent or anything. It's just like risers, so people can sit and watch. And then they have the uh, the concert shell, or I guess maybe yeah. the the bigger performances. The shell, of the that's right. One. I forgot. There's a shell over there. Then there's the carnival, so they have all the carnival rides. Um, and then of course the fireworks are Saturday night, so which I tried to take pictures of, but I realized that I forgot my SD card. Probably only had to just go right out into your yard to see that, right? Yep, except I have a lot of trees in the yard. Where do they shoot them off from? The peaks, or do they do it from ground, the uh, the park? Um, That'd be wild if they did it from up on up where the castle is. That'd be I sp- think that's where they do it. I th- really? No, actually, no. If they, did it, if they did it there, then you would actually be able to see it from my house a lot better. But be able I don't see it from everywhere. Um, but I know the guy who does it, so I uh, interviewed him a couple years ago. For the paper I was working for at the time. Is he a pyromaniac? He is. Is he really? Yeah, he, he's admittedly, he's a yeah. pyromaniac. That's why he got into the firework business. Yeah. Um, when he's not doing that, he's fixing cars. Huh. He does a great job at that. Yeah. Shout out to Steve. Steve. Um, what else was I going to say about that? Uh, oh, they um, one of the vendors had, um, I guess, a bunch of balloons. And I think they escaped from him. So. Oh, yeah. And a the balloons ran into a transformer. Oh, and about uh, that's not good. Eleven hundred people were without power for the rest of that day. Yeah, so that's exactly what happens. Um, Helium-filled balloons hitting a uh, hitting it, yeah, or wires, just wires alone, mm-hmm. um, knock the transformer out. Wow! And that's the second time in I would say about a week that Meriden or a portion of Meriden had lost its power because a few days before that. Uh, a squirrel got into a transformer, got electrocuted, and knocked out some more of Meriden. I forgot how many. Uh, You'd think homes. it'd be some like gang-related activities, but no, <laughs> it's a squirrel. A well, squ- why would gangs knock out uh, transformers though? I don't know, just to just to wreak havoc. Oh, okay. I was saying, there's never anything I've heard about. It's is it reap havoc? Reek. It is reek. Okay. I always wonder when I say that, like reek, like you reek, you stink, like. <laughs> Like like uh, reaping, you know, I, I don't know. I, it is uh, reek because there's a lot of things that I like to say and then like say out loud. And then like me being a tweeter a lot, I like to um, voice these things in print form or online. And I have to check to make sure that I'm saying the right thing. So I would go look it up first and then I go make my tweet. Have you ever tweeted, cry havoc and let's slip the dogs of war? <laughs> no, because I've never heard of that before. <laughs> it's uh, Shakespeare. Oh, no, I've never quoted Shakespeare. You unknowledgeable person. <laughs> I know. I, I don't think I've ever quoted Shakespeare on, uh, on Twitter before. And, you know, I challenge anyone to go look through all of my over 13,000 tweets to see if I have. Well, you should do it someday because you know who else says it? Or I'm sure a lot of people say it. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it from? Hamlet? I don't know. Uh, 
uh, uh, Christopher Plummer is actually in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, mm. and uh, he's a, a Klingon warrior. Uh, surprisingly, Christopher Plummer, a Klingon warrior. Um, and you oh, know, yeah, if okay. if you know the story of the undiscovered country, blah 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 blah. But that's what he does as he as he drives around his um his bird of prey and blowing things up. He likes to shout out um, uh, quotes from Shakespeare. Shakespeare, and that's one of the ones he did. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. You're a geek. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation is now going to be on Blu-ray for those who. Like Blu-ray, yay! Every season, I'm assuming so. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. I don't think they would just do it just for one. Hallelujah! So those who have Blu-ray, I think I wanted Blu-ray, but right now I'm not as interested in getting it as I was. I don't know a few months ago. Yeah. I wonder if they. Uh, what about every season of the original Star Trek? I think that's been out. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, one of my friends has. Uh, she was going through a Star Trek phase, like she was watching all the original episodes. Yeah. Because um, I was trying to tell her about some other show. I'm like, well, I can't yet because until I finish this. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, well. Minutes, <laughs> you continue that then. Mm. Not that, you know, anything against it. I mean, maybe one day I'll, I'll go back and watch, you know, the original episodes. It's one with the, the little, f- um, they're, like, they're like gremlins before they open up. They're like little balls of fur attack the Enterprise one day. Um, You're talking about the original? Yeah, I'm trying oh. to think of what they called them. Um, I wouldn't know. But if you've ever seen Gremlins, referencing mm-hmm. all these strange parts of these, uh, they're not they're not that obscure movies. <laughs> um, uh, when Gizmo gets water on him, all these little balls of fur fly out of him. Right. As he reproduces more more mogwai, and before the little balls open up and become a mogwai. <laughs> That's what the things on Star Trek look like, just the little balls of fur. And, like, you know, they were just took over the Enterprise. Mm. Um, I don't know if... I can't remember if they, like, rolled around and, or they got into the vents and uh, everybody's closets were full of them. And this actually happened in one of those episodes? Mm. Hmm. But, uh, <laughs> it sounds like actually just having, I don't know, a dream and mixing these two together. If I could remember what they were called, um, we could... I, we could look at it, but I can't remember what they're called. <clears throat> Weevils. The, the gremlins terrified me. Weevils are a real thing, right? <clears throat> Weevils. Weevils. Yeah, I mean, my sister and I used to call them Weebles, but because I think Weebles are another thing. Yeah, those are those toys that they Ooh. weeble and wobble, but they don't fall down. <sighs> I mean, I think I've seen them, but my mother and I think even Aunt Cindy likes to sing that song. So, did you ever have a Teddy Ruxpin? Nope, but I remember the commercials. And I don't think I ever really wanted one. I don't know if I really wanted one either, but I ended up having one. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool. I mean, for that time period, that was uh, that was pretty that was pretty advanced. A bear that actually his little mouth moved and put the cassette tapes in, and he and he told you stories. And I don't know. I was more into Legos. Yeah. That was more my thing. Uh, building stuff. Um, Never really was too much of... I mean, I ha- actually had a lot I of stuff. I like blocks animals. better than Legos. I had both. I had, like, blocks and Legos and sometimes... Like, sophisticated blocks, not just, like, a couple square blocks, you know? Like, oh, I, I had wooden blocks. Mm. There's triangles and half circles and, mm. you know, everything. I used to build some six cities. As did I. It was my thing. <laughs> and then I had my little Lego people play in those cities. Mm. Yeah. And they'd drive around their Lego cars and, and you know, I, I, I had it. Um uh, up so we had it great back in the day 
yes. back before um, technology just went above and beyond <laughs> took over everything <laughs> took over everything took over I mean, our imaginations cause... we used to have them we had nothing but our imaginations and we had to you know we had basic toys i mean some things like you know teddy ruxpin and the, and the worm that glue or glowed <laughs> i mean there was there were some advanced things but other than that we still you know back in the back in the 80s and maybe early 90s we still had to actually work to have fun Kids, they still make light bright Light bright, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was something I applied around. I mean, the only bad thing with light bright, you can only use that once, like the paper that it came with, where you mm. punch everything. Yeah, with the little pegs, which it took a long time for me to not lose. But oh, those were glorious times. Oh, they were <clears throat> glorious times. Glorious times. <clears throat> I love light bright. I love break time so I can go smoke puff on cigarettes. <laughs> I'm so upset that my stupid thing doesn't work. We'll have to u- do it on yours after after Mad Men after recap. Mad- Ooh. <laughs> Episode 61 Lost Isle on radio.com. To episode 61 just makes you want to uh, wear some polyester and uh, <laughs> even though that's probably when when did that come out um last year yeah um oh, i can't remember when but it was a free download thanks to mayor hawthorne and i think his mayor mondays i don't know if he's still doing that but i hope he is mayor mondays yeah he'll uh he'll release some like new music uh exclusive music for his fans mm. Like these Danishes, they're exclusive. <laughs> but yeah, Mayor's pretty awesome. Uh, he's got two albums out, um, which I can't remember. Uh, Strange Arrangement and How Do You Do. Mm. Actually, he's got three because, again, exclusive to his fans. He has uh, this album called Impressions. It's basically his reinterpretations of other famous songs. So. Mm. Yeah, and what uh, we opened with was... Um, <clears throat> Jizz of the Genius that came out in 1995. Actually, the, oh. the album Liquid Swords. Um, it's almost 20 years old. Yeah, isn't that weird? That is weird. And it, it came out in 1995, almost wow. 20 years old. A lot of things. A lot of things are um, the the um, 20th anniversary celebration of a lot of movies. Mm. Um, I know AMC does it a lot. Um, and it's funny. It's like some of these movies. It's like they're not twenty years old, and you're like, yeah, they're twenty years old. Yeah, exactly. It's, and, um, it's weird. It's uh, it's strange for that to happen to us. I don't know if it was on the news yesterday or over the weekend. I think it might have been yesterday. Um, they're talking about the twentieth anniversary of the LA riots. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Twenty years? Wow. Okay. Mm, um, now I was trying to remember, like, where was I at that that time? But I was at an age where I didn't even know what was going on. Right. So. Mm. 1992, um, 
I was 10, so yeah, I didn't care. Yeah, didn't uh, care. Or even even if like I, if even if I knew, yeah, like I didn't care. But it's I like, don't think um, I even really knew what was going on. I remember I was old enough to like be aware that like when Oklahoma City happened. Right, I remember that happened. I was like, it it didn't like you know it didn't really. I think I got home from school and I saw it on TV and I was like, wow. But then you know it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like if that if that happened tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That would affect my whole week. It would affect weeks beyond. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. Because you care about things when you're older. And, uh, you know, like, I mean, that kind of was. That was a, a, a smaller scale 9-11 in a way. Like, mm-hmm. um. Because it wasn't anything that tragic that happened. I just thought our generation would never age, dude. I never. I thought we were, you know, I, mm-hmm. guess, I guess every generation feels that way. That we're uh, immortals. <laughs> <clears throat> or you just don't realize that you know time has really gone by like and that. it goes by faster and faster the older you get it's i remember i remember people saying that when i was younger enjoy it now because the older you get the more the quicker <laughs> it goes by you know summer vacations used to seem long dude. Mm-hmm. summers don't last any time they're they're gone i mean not that we have summer vacations like we used to but i mean we don't have summer vacations at all really anymore yeah. but i mean i still think of it that way sometimes right uh, it's almost June. That means I think of it a different way now, uh, only only because of my partial hatred towards children. Um, when to avoid going to the mall or you know just out in the streets. Um, my partial hatred. <laughs> I try to get home uh, before like two p.m. because that's when the kids get out and start walking around the streets and everything. So, yeah. the youths, <clears throat> the youths, and like like Liz Lemon, I'm I'm afraid of youths. So. <laughs> oh, youths, <laughs> youths. <laughs> um, you know what around. else happened? Uh, Oh yeah, I want to go back to LA in a second, but um, this weekend they uh, they put up a big chunk of steel um, onto the top of One World Trade Center, which yesterday. is still yeah yesterday, which is still in the process of going up. I think by the time it's done, it will be seventeen hundred and seventeen seventeen hundred and seventy six feet right. tall, and commemorating seventeen seventy six, the fourth right. of July. And uh, I think it's only like 12 now, but it is now with that new beam that they put up, it is now the tallest building in New York City. Magnificent. I mean, no, I I, I think that's great. I get emotional just seeing it or, you know, that happening yesterday because I think it, it shows some serious resilience and I'm glad that they did the the memorial first and it's a pretty cool memorial. Um, but the if they had, if they decided to just leave that area and not, you know, commercialize it again. I don't think that would be right. I think part of it is, you know, paying tribute to the people that lost their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty, pretty uh, amazing memorial. But also put up another building. Put up one bigger than the last ones because, you know, that's the only reason why I wish Osama bin Laden was not killed. So, so, so that you could we... see this new building going up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, you know... This yeah, it would have been perfect because this is like this time last year, during the last year's correspondence dinner, SEAL Team Six was mm-hmm. killing him. They were going in and right. raiding his his compound, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, it would have worked out nice because still it wouldn't have fallen right because it would have. Been, uh, all right, this year's correspondence dinner. Then Sunday comes the World Trade Center being the new the tallest building in New York City. Mm-hmm. Then kill Osama bin Laden today, or I'm sorry, yesterday. Or today. So basically... Should have waited. They should have just sat on it for a while. So they just maybe kept him hostage or something keep, keep for like a year. Oh, no. Well, I mean, yeah, because, you know, it could have gotten leaked within a year. But, yeah, capture him 
sit him in a cell and make him watch CNN 24-7 until they show the, you know, the, the amazing achievements of rebuilding ground zero. Mm. It's a finger. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a big bird to, (laughs) to, to him and his Al Qaeda cronies, you know, and Mm. then, and then slice his head off. Or however they disposed of him. Yeah. Yeah. Seal team six could have gone it like they did gone in, shot up the people they needed to shoot up, um, grabbed him, throwing him a cell for a year. And then, you know, appeals eyes open to watch. I mean, he doesn't need to see the building complete. The building is now the biggest building in New York city. Supposedly. I think what they said is it's going to be the largest building in the Western hemisphere when it's done. Hmm. (sighs) Okay. Maybe, I don't know. It's going to be big. I don't, I don't remember all the documentaries because uh, I think it was Discovery Channel. They had like a three-night documentary, I think, or two-night. I don't remember. It was just long. I know that. On the, the on what? On the uh, building of the new uh, World oh, Trade. Yeah. And um, all I remember is that it, long, that it was long and a lot of people were talking about what it was going to do and how it affects all these people's lives and, you know, all great stuff, but. I One, think it was the fact it was so long that I don't remember. <laughs> One bit of good news, even though it's not complete yet, they say 2014 maybe, 57% of it is rented out already. Mm, nice. That was something I was wondering about. Like, you know, there's a lot of superstitious people out there, even people in the business community. Mm-hmm. There's superstitious people out there that, you know, like maybe nobody would want to rent this place out, any of, any of the sections of the building out. Um, the fear that... Right, you know, like again. just because of the spot it sits on and everything, but I don't know. That's pretty good. 57% and it's not even done yet. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe in 2014, the lost dial will record live from the observatory atop one world trade center. (laughs) Or that's where we rent out our new space. Right. Oh, that'd be sick too, dude. Yeah. A compound out in the woods would be nice or on top of one world trade center. Whatever comes first. Or maybe we'll just both. Some days we'll record there. The other days, Elsewhere, so. but they built this thing so that that uh, airplanes will literally bounce off of it. Mm. State of the art. Nice, very nice. Should we do this uh, recap? Um, oh, I'm not even prepared for it. Uh, before we, we're get, not prepared for nothing. As I as I get prepared, uh, also happening in New York, he's got like shuttle. a zillion devices. <laughs> Every pocket is crammed with a couple devices and. He's got to pull out the right one that has a... one of those kind of tech people. Just, you know, I got a bunch of wires in one bag. All my little attachments over here for plugs. Um, Oh, but yeah, the shuttle was moved to New York over the weekend, too. Oh, yes, yes, yes. More more of America's tax money being flushed down the toilet (laughs) to fly it up to New York, fly it around the city, and then... No, but that's its final resting place is what on that, uh, the USS Enterprise... Well, that's the name of the the, uh, the ship, the shuttle. Oh no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. Then what? What's the the ship ship that it's going to sit on? I have no idea. Uh, it's like a floating museum, right? The Intrepid, maybe. Whoops. Hmm? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to quote any. I don't. I don't want to. You know, not be correct with uh, certain things because I get calls telling me that I'm wrong about this. I'm wrong about that. <laughs> I'm wrong about this. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. One thing I do know about is uh, Mad Men Recap. <clears throat> We're, uh, what episode was this? Six? Seven? Six, I believe. Halfway done? I'd have to go back into my... Wait. We're halfway done. 
So yeah. any any of you people out there that love the show but hate Mad Men Recap, you only got maybe six more weeks of it, <laughs> and then it'll be done, and then it'll be Breaking Bad Recap by myself. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, in this episode, I uh, I only jotted down two things actually because I kind of found it to be a just a little weak as far as I was concerned. But just I mean, sometimes maybe. you know, I mean, the one where uh, Roger. Uh, drops LSD with uh, his wife it was a really really good episode. The three the three stories all um, all happening together, broken up into the episode. But it, I thought it was a great episode. This one, this Sunday's episode, um, I like two things. I have a prediction though about Roger Sterling. Okay. He's a pretty prestigious guy. I mean, he doesn't have much to. Uh, he lost his lucky strike account. He's trying to, you know, rebuild himself as a, uh, you know, as a indisposable member of uh, Sterling Cooper, Draper, you know, who knows. Mm-hmm. I see him by the end of the season or maybe next season being a strung out junkie. Mm. The LSD is, is he, he thought it was such a miraculous experience that he's going to start uh, he's gonna dabble or, or dabbling in some other things to uh, to try and help him continue to free his mind. Mm. That's a that, that, that's a pretty. I could be wrong, but he he in this episode he was so like flamboyant, just like I mean he's, he he is kind of like a witty you know spunky guy, but in this one he's really just like kind of out there. Even uh, Don was like, dude, just because you took LSD doesn't mean <laughs> you know anything. <laughs> but um yeah, I wrote the only things I wrote down was uh. uh Oh, they they brought Glenn back, Sally and Glenn, um, at the end of the episode you know, when he goes. Oh how's, yes, Glenn. how's the city and uh, creepy Glenn? How, how's the city and uh, Sally goes dirty? Yes, c- cuts to black, <laughs> and it's perfect because that's what that's what it is like in the big city. It's dirty, especially for I mean for anybody, but for a little kid being exposed to how people are in you know, I mean behind closed doors. Right. It's a it, it it's a. It's an it's an ant colony, and it's like that. The cities are where you see the dirtiest things of uh, that take place within the uh, within the human race, <laughs> I guess. But I loved that. I loved how they ended it just like that. No music, just like it's like. So how's the city? And she's like, dirty. Yeah, because usually they have some kind of music yeah, that flows yeah, into yeah. the credits, and it was just cut cut to black, no fading, just dirty. That's it. Um, well, we also haven't seen Bobby in a while either, so not that I'd cared. But Bobby, yeah, Bobby's not important. Yeah, he's not important as Sally is. So maybe he will be, but he's been. I mean, they've used different kids, but he's you know he was, you know he wasn't a baby when the show started, but um, he just comes out with stupid little comments every now and again. It's Sally that's going to be a. Uh, yeah, they're, they're focused on her a lot, so I, mm. I feel like that they're trying to. And she's at the age now, you know, in her own being not in the show but i mean she's you know she's gonna be turning into to, a real woman she already right. is so i mean they can really use her as a real character you know because now that she's you know no longer eventually she's is not being lost right so. she's not she in her own you know state of uh, progression she's not really a little kid anymore so they can use her uh but uh you know once again at the end of the episode uh i wrote down that uh I love the shot. Um, it was like every emotion possible returned to the table. Yes. 
Yeah, that every was... emotion you could possibly think of, they all come back to the table and sit down, and they're just sitting in utter silence. Yeah, but really. they're they're not even like they don't really all seem to be happy either. They're oh no, all they're all like... you know, and yeah, I mean, because I guess I guess not emotion because there's nobody there like eh, I'm so happy, you know, because there was no happiness really. It was uh, more or less everyone was distraught about everybody was pretty distressed. much distraught, but it was. Uh, you could just feel the emotions coming off the screen with uh, everybody returning to the table and just either disbelief or um, bummed out or having to, you know, rinse your mouth out with Listerine <laughs> or whatever. So yeah. that's um, all I got to say. Other than that, I, I, I the episode was it was what it was. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't really miss Betty at all. Even I'm surprised they haven't brought her back. I know. I, I thought because they made such a big deal of her right off the bat that you'd see a lot of her, but... Mm. Yeah, I don't really seem to miss her. I'm like, ah, well, you know, let her be wherever she is with, uh, what's his name, Henry? Yeah. Yeah, because I don't really care for Henry. I don't really like him. Um, no, he's a total dick. Um, also so because he came in and kind of stole, stole her, I feel. But In a way, I mean... They were her and Don were on the fritz, and you know when she found out if if Henry wasn't there ready to swoop in and save her from all that, mm-hmm. when she found out everything about Don, she wouldn't have just like packed up and took taken off. If there wasn't another man ready to like take, take care of her, mm-hmm. she would have she would have stuck it out. She would have seen through, you know, the fact that you know he wasn't who he was, and you know he. Owns a house out in California that some that his uh, <laughs> the man's identity that he stole's wife lives out in California. He supports her. Da 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 da. And you know he's the product of uh, a whorehouse. Blah blah blah. <laughs> he never came from nothing. And her being you know a stuck-up mainliner, lots of old money. She didn't want nothing to do with such a scumbag. Mm. But this episode is all about the parents. That's I think the central theme for this episode. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, they kept the Heinz account, so good for them. The uh, or, uh, Megan for coming through. Right, yeah, Megan. Uh, Megan definitely uh, came through. Uh, her parents, Dad, he's ridiculous. The mom, I like. She's she's very. She just she's a. Well, she's also very supportive of her. Mm, yeah, but uh, she's a total sexual deviant. Mm. She's like, Roger, I've been watching you all night. <laughs> You're such a, a young spirit. Ooh. And they go into the grand ballroom and he, she... Yeah. She, <laughs> she performs fellatio on <laughs> uh, Yeah, I kind of know something's happening when they uh, dis- uh, display that disclaimer right after coming... Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah, I, nothing's happened. Well, not, no sexual situations have happened yet. And then Boom! Like, oh, that is what they're, they're telling me. Okay, got it. All the right. uh, the newly uh, the newly reformed and newly uh, <sighs> the, the the new Roger Sterling wins at the end of this episode. Normally he doesn't. That's, maybe that's why he didn't come back to the table because he was the only one that was happy. He didn't come back. Really? To the table. Yeah. She does though. You notice yeah. her coming back. And Everybody she's like, else. And I was, she's waiting, like wiping for, her I was face waiting for Roger and... to come back, but he never. Oh, he never yeah. did. Don comes back. He, you know, and I'm surprised. Why was he shocked that? At this, you know, this engagement for the American Cancer Society or whatever. I think he was more shocked because no, because of what that guy said to him. Right. He wants to work with him. Because... Well, of course. I mean, how is he shocked? See, he's he's a different character. Don is way too upbeat and 
because Yez is that wife of his. I know. I, 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 and he hasn't been working, <laughs> which that, he has been lately, uh, or at least this episode. He's like, okay, let's, down. let's get back to work. But even, even with that, he was done. He was fired. It was his wife <clears throat> mm. who, who brought it all back, you know? Mm-hmm. He's not the same guy. He needs to ditch this, this, this Montreal whore and, and get back to the real Don Draper that everybody loves. I don't know, but I do like this Don Draper. You notice Draper. he hasn't been smoking as much or drinking as much? He was such a waste case in the last season. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I like this Don Draper. Really? Better, yeah. yeah. Well, you're, you're the optimist. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have morals. Yeah. No, but yeah. I, I want the old Don Draper back. Any other thoughts, or are you just uh... um, Peggy? I like it when Peggy acts like, you know, when she her her transformative self, uh, her 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 Madison Avenue self comes through. I like mm. it when she you know she starts acting like a man, basically, which she has to in her line of work. Mm. When uh, you know she, do you think Joan? Do you think that Joan? purposely did that to her to get her all hyped up or do you think i think that she was joan really thought that's probably what it was that's what i you know i, I was thinking what joan thought or i agree with joan that that's probably what was going on i mean she is the, the most i don't know most knowledgeable person like if i had problems i would go to joan to talk to her but about she's it. you can never tell like sometimes she's just her face is so blank and lacks uh you know any like uh any way of knowing where she's really truly coming from her face is just so just a blank slate sometimes and like i wonder like because you know back in the day like before peggy you know became a copywriter she was all over peggy Mm. like she was threatened in a way that peggy was uh being noticed you know Mm -hmm. so you know i I think they've come to like mutual respect of each other right they have and and now it's like peggy is watching this new girl who, you know, Don, her and Don weren't a couple, but, you know, they uh, they were kind of like, uh, I don't think Don and her have had a conversation in this entire season, you know. Don and um... uh, Peggy. It's Don's wife who's like kind of yeah. rising like she did, and she's kind of like almost starting to take a little bit of a back seat, you know. Well, so they to, almost had a conversation last week on the phone. Uh, right, Don called, but he was more looking for Megan. Right, right. So. But yeah, I was glad to see Joan there, um, and even a little, little bit of Pete. Even though I really missed, you know, the point of why, why they were there in the first place. That's why I was going to go watch. Depending it on my mood, I can't stand. I can't stand listening to Pete. <laughs> He's such a dink. Uh, uh, the uh, end of the dinner with her mother, with Peggy's mother. I haven't seen Peggy's mom in a while. Mm. Not too happy about yeah. them deciding to live in sin together, especially him, you know, them being devout Catholics and him being Jewish. And she even took her cake back. She really? She I wouldn't. That part. She wouldn't even let him. She brought a, a pie or a cake over for the end of dinner, and she was so <laughs> pissed that she told Peggy to get her cake. She's taking it with her. That's horrible. She didn't want them to enjoy it. <laughs> I missed that part. Yeah. I was still in the DVR, so I'll end up watching it again later, probably. But uh, It wasn't that great. You could probably skip it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the little things sometimes. The correspondence dinner was better than this one. <laughs> I mean, there were there were some good moments. I, I thought the end was perfect, just how they did it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. 
Oh, well, it was one of those episodes. Sometimes you need that because it's like an episode that sets up to the next one. What I did watch was the whole um, the, uh, episode of the pitch, the one, the subway one. Mm, right. I remember now because I skipped over it. Lame, it. lame, lame, dude. You don't like it? Both. Uh, all right. The, uh, the, one, the guys from uh, California, whatever the name of their one is, um, it's letters, um, with, with the whole zombie thing, mm-hmm. the zombie thing, that was, that was more, far more clever than what the other group came up with. All in all, they, both ideas were both kind of lame, I think. They should have booted both of them and brought in two new agencies, too. <laughs> But um, no, I like the zombie the the uh, um, the zombie campaign thing, but they didn't go with them. Yeah, and I thought they would. It seemed more <laughs> fleshed out, if you will. Um, but I mean, when they the the first group that actually won McKinney or whatever, like that first idea that they pitched about the the talk show with sandwiches, like that guy. I mean, maybe if maybe it's just the way he presented it, it just sounded so lame. Yeah. Dude. Maybe if somebody else presented it, it would have they would have been able to 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 get across the and idea. I think that's better. why they showed uh, the person who came up with it, like why you really have to sell it this way. Like you got to really put in the voice, put in the actions, and but some of their copywriters, I, I dude, I could, I have no training whatsoever, and I could sit down and come up with pitch better ideas than those kids. <laughs> Sucked. But yeah, I um, see how. You're, you're saying the, sh- the show itself is lame, or what the idea? No, they came just up the, with? just the, those two particular um, agencies. I just, I, like I said, I, I, overall I like the the zombie thing. Um, that, that was clever, but b- stepping back, both of them, both sides were pretty pretty lame as far as I'm concerned. Well, my question is, when do we actually get to start to see these ads? Um, and like, I just want to know like the time that this this these particular episodes are recorded. Um, how long does it take? Right. Well, Subway's been doing breakfast for a while now, so I right. mean, whatever they finally did must have already happened, right? I mean, because they how long has Subway been doing breakfast for a while, right? Yeah, I almost want to say a couple of years now, but um, they are. I mean, the whole point of this particular campaign is they want to reach out to the youth, so or younger generation. The youths. Yeah, not necessarily. Okay, not necessarily kids, but like maybe college kids or um, eighteen high to twenty-five. Yeah, that that range. So maybe I'm not watching the right channels to actually see. Well, we're not part of that age group anymore. Eh, I'm still kind of close. No, to you're it. not. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <sighs> um, but yeah, do I have to go to these uh, to certain channels in order to find these commercials? I I, I want to see like if they actually um, when they'll actually start to be on, so I know the time frame. I, the, the zombie one. I I, I can't say. The zombie, the zombie one was better. That that should. Yeah, I, I definitely thought that was gonna win. Cause that like, th- what they didn't do was show how delicious Subway sandwiches look. Mm-hmm. But the whole idea of people just being like in the morning, like mm-hmm. not even even able to close their mouths, dude. It was it was. And I thought the execs were more responsive towards that one. Anyway. <clears throat> right. Oh yeah. So the rapper, yeah, clever. But what was more clever was what he originally did. Right. Yeah. That was his. His, I've heard of him before. His too. whole thing about you know making pancakes or whatever—that's clever. Bringing him in to to help these guys who had the lamest ideas in the world to come up with something because them, an ad agency, couldn't <laughs> even come up with anything. Well, they they brought him in because he was a rapper, so and he was able to rap about food. So I think that was the appeal they were going for. But if they, if and the whole viral aspect of it, right. 
But it's not like somebody, you know, they were sitting around having a meeting being like, you know, we, I, I wish we could find a guy who raps about breakfast. And then they start searching and find this guy. No, they stumbled across him and were like, oh. Well, because that, that's, sometimes that's how ideas happen. Like, you'll... No. Idea, you'll... <laughs> real good ideas happen when before you actually find something. Like, oh, you know, I, I, you know and then you stumble across it. It was more like, like inspiration. I'll put it that way. Like, I remember, you know, seeing this, this, uh, this picture of blah, 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 or, you know, a picture of a sandwich. And it, I like the way that it was designed. Yeah. I want to use that for this commercial. So. You know, like the only reason I wanted to do the White House correspondence thing is because I was thinking a couple weeks ago, it would be really cool if everybody in Washington got together and did like a funny dinner ceremonial thing. And then boom, it happened. I stumbled upon it. So it was <laughs> my good idea to begin with. I had no idea that they do it every year. So, but really, it was kind of like my idea. Hmm. I just stumbled upon it. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. I thought it was, and I thought it was all right that they they got him. Um, but again, I think I'm more with you. I thought the zombie one was a better one. That would be good because you know we are always talking about you know doing something, uh, you know, doing different things to promote our show. Mm-hmm. Let's get two different agencies in here to help us with promoting our show. We'll do our own pitch show. All Noise Radio presents The Pitch with the sideways the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we'll, we'll get uh, like maybe two of the graduates yeah. or, uh, the, from the next yeah, class. Yeah, no, no. We'll go get agencies. No, we'll just go pick some kids out of the class that's going <laughs> on right now and be like, hey, help us promote our show. Yeah, whoever wins, uh, we'll figure out something. Yeah. We'll either let them do it or... We'll just be like, yeah, thanks for participating in our stupid <laughs> little bit. <laughs> Let's take a break. Yeah, I was working for From this crazy episode 61. Of The Lost Isle and All Noise Radio. And mm. Podbean. Podcast, all that fun stuff. Mm, yeah, we'll iTunes. Mmm. <laughs>